Thank you for joining me this Friday, the 23rd of June. I'm Grady Bull for Market Analyst for Bell Direct, and this is the weekly market update. While lithium was the word of 2022 and the green commodity has recovered from lows experienced over the first five months of 2023, we are seeing the big miners and even smaller names exploring further into alternative battery metals, especially over the last week as decarbonisation ramps up across not only the mining sector, but as a central theme in global economies too. Understanding the EV movement includes knowing that lithium-ion batteries are made up of graphite, aluminium, nickel, manganese, cobalt, steel, copper, iron and lithium. Notably, graphite makes up 28.1% of the overall battery. Given the EV battery makeup comprises many metals, the appetite for explorers and producers of such metals has increased dramatically in 2023 from both an investor and mining giant point of view. This week, Rio Tinto announced it is spending another 498 million US dollars in its Kennecott copper mine near Salt Lake City in Utah to strengthen its supply of copper in the US by commencing underground mining at scale and improving the health of key assets. Rio Tinto Copper Chief Operating Officer Clayton Walker said, We are investing to build a world class underground mine at Kennecott. Uh, to meet the growing demand for copper in the US, a key material for domestic manufacturing and the energy transition. On the same day Rio Tinto announced further spend in the copper space, BHP Group released an operational decarbonisation investor presentation to the market, outlining the mining giant's progress to reducing operational emissions by at least 30% by 2030 and a goal to achieve net zero by 2050 on, across operational emissions. The investor decarbonisation update includes an update on BHP's ambition to power operations through 100% renewable energy, displaced diesel used for cathode production through thermosolar solution execution and desalinization sorry, or conveyance systems powered by renewable energy. BHP provided a capex guidance of $4 billion US dollars to FY30, with majority of this being spent at the, end, at the later end of the decade to allow newer technologies to mature while also illustrating the significant cost savings from future investments to FY30. While BHP focuses on net zero by 2050, the company is also delving into the battery metals space through the completion of its acquisition of Oz Minerals, a copper miner with assets based in South Australia. On the smaller, more concentrated scale end of the scale, we know the mergers and acquisitions market is red hot in the battery metals segment right now, with Delta Lithium catching the eye and funds of mining magnets Gina Reinhardt and Mineral Resources Managing Director Chris Ellison as they each snapped up some shares in the junior, junior lithium miner with assets in Western Australia. With graphite making up majority of the EV battery composition, Talga Resources is on the radar of Bell Potter analysts for its mining operations and associated downstream anode processing facilities in northern Sweden, offering a vertical integration solution to EV manufacturers in Europe. Just this week, shares in Talga rose over 2% after the graphite miner announced the European Investment Bank has provided 150 million euros in debt funding to support TLG's Vitangi natural graphite anode business. The debt funding has come at a crucial time as Talga is set to re receive an update on the status of its Nunasvara South Natural Graphite Mine permit soon and the permit for the Lalia refinery is also pending.
When it comes to investing in the battery metals industry, there are a few things to keep in mind. Timeline to production, capex and cost allocations and progression among competitors in green energy. Locally from Monday to Thursday, the ASX fell 0.77% as the recent rally for information technology stocks lost some steam. With the sector closing 3.13% lower over the four days, while investors bought into consumer staple stocks, which are generally more likely to hold their value in the high interest rate, high inflation environment that we are currently experiencing. The winning stocks over the four days were led by Telex Pharmaceuticals, which hit a record high share price after announcing the acquisition of UK-based medical device firm Lightpoint Medical. Life360 rallied 7.42% over this week and Collins Foods added 7.15%. On the losing end, Lake Resources tanked 35.79% after the miner delayed its expectation or expected production date at the Karchi project in Argentina by three years through a new two-phase development plan. Brainchip and Flight Centre also each lost 11.25% and 10.67% respectively. On the broader market, the All Lords fell 0.94% from Monday to Thursday, weighed down by Javois Global losing 20% and Magnus Energy Technologies diving 17.65%. Some of the heavy losses were offset by Vatura Health gaining 24% and PointsBet lifting 20.88% on takeover interest in its North American business. The most traded stocks by Bell Direct clients over the four days were Origin Energy, Westpac Banking Corporation, Fortescue Metals Group, CSL, Aluka Resources, Ampol and West Farmers. Clients also bought into BHP Group and Grain Corp while taking profits from ANZ. And taking a look at the, at the diversification front, the most traded ETFs by Bell Direct clients this week were Vanguard Australian Shares Index ETF, GlobalX Fang Plus ETF and Vanguard. Vanguard Australian Shares High Yield ETF. Looking ahead to next week, Australia's monthly CPI indicator data for May is out on Wednesday, with consensus expecting a decline to 6.3% from 6.8% in April, which would indicate inflation is cooling in line with rate hikes out of the RBA. Australian retail sales preliminary data for May is also out next Thursday, with the market expecting a rise of 0.1% from a flat reading in April. Overseas, Canada's annual inflation rate for May is out on Tuesday, with the forecast for a decline to 4.2% from 4.4% in April, while China's manufacturing PMI for June is out on Friday, with the forecast for a rise to 51 points for the month, up from 48.8 points in April, as the Chinese government takes action to stimulate economic recovery and growth post-pandemic lockdowns being lifted just five months ago. And that's all we have time for today. Have a wonderful Friday. Friday, a great weekend and as always, happy investing.